Welcome to the Primitive Princesses and Garrett Podcast. Welcome to episode one of our podcast with your hosts, Alethea, Avery, Charlie, and Garrett. Okay. So, the other day, have you guys read The Kite Runner? I have not. Do you have it? Oh, I've seen it. So good. You have seen it? Who's it by? Um, It's by Khaled Hosini. Ooh, that sounds like a mouthful. I know, yeah. It was so good. Speaking since it's kind of like Halloween, there's like this scary passage. Can I read it to you? Yes. <laughs> Please do. Uh, all right. It's really long. But By all means. <laughs> okay. You ready? Oh, yeah. His hands are tied behind him with roughly woven rope cutting through the flesh of his wrists. He is blindfolded with black cloth. He is kneeling on the street on the edge of a gutter filled with still water, his head dripping between his shoulders. His knees roll onto the hard ground and bleed through his pants as he rocks in prayer. It is late afternoon, and his long shadow sways back and forth on the gravel. He is muttering something under his breath. I step closer. A thousand times over, he mutters. For you, a thousand times over. Back and forth, he rocks. He lifts his face. I see a faint scar above his upper lip. We are not alone. I see the barrel first, then the man standing behind him. He is tall, dressed in a herringbone vest and a black turban. He looks down at the blindfolded man before him with eyes that show nothing but a vast cavernous emptiness. He takes a step back and raises a barrel, places it on the back of the kneeling man's head. For a moment, fading sunlight catches in the middle and twinkles. The rifle roars with a deafening crack. I follow the barrel on its upward arc. I see the face behind the plume of smoke swirling from the muzzle. I am the man in the herringbone vest. Oh, Whoa. that's deep. So what's the story about? Um, so there's this little boy, and his name's Amir, and, um, his dad has, like, this servant, they're called Hazaras, Mm -hmm. and his servant has a little boy who's also the same age, and, um, his name is Hassan, and basically it's about, like, they live in Afghanistan, and they're kind of friends, and they're just running around, you know, having fun, and then, uh, kite running, have you ever heard of that? I have not. So it's where they're, like, flying kites, and then... The string is kind of like glass almost, and they like try to like fly the kites, and then the glass will like hit each other. The strings will, oh, and it'll cut the kite, oh. and then the kite will float down. And all these little kids like run to try to get the kite. And this is a big tournament, like it's a huge thing. And so, um, uh, Hassan is kite running, which is like going to get the kite, and he gets stopped by these older boys, and he um, gets raped. Oh wow! And um, Amir watches this happen but he doesn't say anything so basically it's about his journey of going through his life terrified like you know he doesn't say anything so he's really guilty about it and then when he gets older um he goes back to well he moves to america and then he goes back to afghanistan um to find the son hassan's son and then he gets like beat up and all this stuff and it's oh wow it's so good like i'm so emotionally attached to this book it that's it sounds so intense. Good. It sounds like a good book. And it's kind of good around Halloween because it's like keeps you on your toes. In. Oh that yeah. Part, I mean that I just read it just gives me the chills all the time. So what was it like reading a book about like a different country? Like was everything pretty much just? Um, like the places. I think it's in like Kaban or something like that. And it was kind of confusing because like I don't understand. Like I can't see in my brain what Afghanistan oh, looks like. Oh yeah. But then after I read the book, I watched the movie. And it helped me to like picture better what it was like. But that makes sense. I think it's awesome just to kind of is it know hard, more about it. Is it hard to follow like the names in the book? 
Yeah, at first I had to like Google go back. Who was who? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Would you recommend watching the movie or read the book first? Read the book first, definitely. Yeah. Always read the book first. The movie's good, but it's actually it's in a different language. Like you, a oh, lot of it, you have to be, like read the subtitles. I, I hate that. Until they were like in America, then American, but. Yeah, why they were not good? It was a different language. I kind of like don't like watching the movie after I read the book because when I'm reading the book, I like have an idea of what all the characters look right. like, and then, and then yeah, exactly, yeah. and then I can't unsee what they look like from the movie. So yeah, that's the worst. What audience would you recommend this book to? Oh, I would definitely say no one younger than tenth grade. I would even oh. probably say eleventh grade and up. It's just it's There's deep some, content. Yeah, from the passage and yeah. like the summary, I could see that yeah it's i don't know it's rough well in my book hiroshima by john hearsay um this woman is uh mad at her neighbor because he's making so much noise but then she realizes he's uh tearing his house down board by board oh whoa wow to clear a fire lane just in case the fire light or the city lights on fire if America bombs Hiroshima. Wow. It's pretty crazy. I could not imagine tearing my own house down. Yeah. yeah, no joke. So in the book, does it just talk about like the bombing or is it from um, different people's point it's of view? From a lot of people's point of view. A bunch of survivors. And it tells like what they did leading up to the bombing, how they survived it, how far away they were from the center of the bomb. Well that's cool. they're true stories, right? Yeah. That's awesome. And does it go back and forth between like the characters or yeah, does it like it, Yeah, it kinda tells like one part of the story, like what happened until the bomb hit, and then it'll switch to the next story. And then once it gets through them all, it goes back to the first guy and tells oh, the story like So what it tells he did like each part in order by the person. That's cool. That's yeah. kinda interesting. Is it like interesting or is it kind yeah, of it's boring? Interesting. Like would high school kids be able to read it, like younger kids or Um I think it depends on what kind of books you like. Yeah, I mean, it sounds really cool, but like... No, uh, if you don't really like World War II books or anything like that, you, probably, you might not like it, but... wouldn't really be for me. I'm more of a fictional reader, you know. Do you yeah. like... This know. seems like fiction, but... That's it's not... Oh, that's just, kind of a weird thing about, yeah. Crazy. I don't know. It's so weird. Uh, I have a hard time you reading, know, like, real books. Then when something sad happens, it's like... Oh. But that right. really happened. You can't just. Um, I'm not like I'm kind of a, I don't know. I'm not a big magic or like mystic kind of person. And so like I started reading Harry Potter because oh, my shepherd asked me to. Yeah, yeah, Harry Potter is the best. <laughs> she asked me to, and she's like, I think you should really read it. So I started reading. I was like, okay, like I like this, but that's not oh, the genre. See, I, I feel like you live real life. Why would you want to read about it? I like reading something like like magical and stuff. It's I completely think, different. Yeah. It's like I don't know. I love reading books about real life. Because you get to get an understanding of what other people have gone through and their right. experiences and stuff. And like they that makes sense. Give you some like hope sometimes. Like you know, yeah, like, like inspiration. Hey, like, Speaking of that, my book "Live" by Sadie Robertson is about Sadie Robertson. Her family had a TV show called Duck Dynasty. Have any of you seen that? But it basically talks about Sadie's life and tips that she has for people going through similar experiences that she has and things that she's learned in the public eye, I suppose. 
It's a really good book. I highly recommend it. Do you think it's a book, like, I've seen it, and I've read a couple chapters, and I really, would you say it's mostly targeted towards, like, young girls? I would say it's definitely targeted towards young women and people trying to just figure out their way through life. I mean, Garrett, I think you might. Yeah, I'm more of a feminist. Oh, really? Yeah, but did you see she and her husband? They just got pregnant! Oh my yeah, gosh! Um, I listened to the podcast last week about like how they found out or whatever. It's good. But what kind of like. Is that a good podcast? I'm going to listen to that. Yeah, you should. The Low It's Good podcast. I listened to one episode and it was pretty good, but I really liked this last one about like them getting pregnant and stuff like that. That's so cute. Good. I feel like everyone's getting pregnant right now. It's baby season. Yeah. But um, in that book, what would you like? Are there any like stories that she tells that like really stood out to you or anything like that? Um, she tells a story about her being afraid to be like in the public eye, in the center of attention, which is kind of weird because she grew up in the public eye. And, and she was she was also in Dancing with the Stars exactly. too. Yeah, but she told a story about her going to like a juvenile area for uh, young girls and how she was really like intimidated by all of them yeah and how none of them were like smiling or laughing and she got up in front of all of them and despite her fear of being the center of attention just randomly started dancing and like and she got all of them to start dancing and like that's cool and i thought that was really cool that is really cool that's really cool thanks so like the book have you finished with it i have not finished it yet but so far i do really like it it's definitely like more on the religious side like targeted towards a like Christian religion. And so if you are of the Christian religion, I think you would really like it. Yeah. This sounds that. interesting. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Is it eye opening? Like would you recommend it to someone that is uh, on the fence about religion? I would. I definitely would recommend it because it talks a lot about like key passages in the Bible and like scriptures and stuff. And I think that if you're having like even if you are religious and have a hard time reading the Bible, she breaks down a lot of like really good parts of the Bible that help it be a lot easier to understand. Right, and from what I've read, also, it's not just about like religion too. Mm-hmm. It's just no, good it's advice. Not. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's like That's cool. advice and like yeah, stuff that will be good. It seems like awesome. a, it is a good book. Good you might have to check it out. I need a new book to read. I just finished my book. Oh, what was it? Uh, Salem's Lot by Stephen King. What's it about? It's about vampires. So it's actually perfect season to read it, you know. Halloween's coming up. But uh, this guy, Ben Mears, he's an author. And he's wife. him and his wife have a motorcycle accident, and she ends up dying. So he ends up moving back to the town they lived in when he was a child. And in the town, there is this, like, big old house called the Marston House. And it's, like, up on a hill pretty much overlooking the whole town. And the guy and the girl that lived there, she, he shot her. And then he oh, hung wow. himself. Oh, and oh as a kid, gosh. as a dare, he went up to the house and saw the guy hanging there. Oh. And then he said he saw him turn and open his eyes. So it's like that is creepy. Uh, yeah. So he doesn't really know what was going on. He kind of thought he just kind of made it up in his mind as a kid. Yeah. But so he goes back to the town to kind of confront like that childhood like fear, like what happened, and write a book about it. And while he's in the town, all these strange things start happening again. Like a dog ends up like dying and it's like stuck on like the fence at the cemetery and oh, stuff like that wow. a little boy goes missing and everyone kind of starts to blame him but he's you know he didn't do anything and then one of the his friends that he meets there the english author at the school 
thinks it's vampires and he tells him that and it's like okay and he's it's hard to like deny it because all the points that he brings up are like legit and he's a credible source like he's never like not crazy or anything or but so it's like okay well we'll like figure it out but it ends up being real and there are vampires vampires everywhere so it's him ben mears and his girlfriend sally and then oh no susan and they him susan and the english teacher all are trying to like you know fight these vampires but also at the same time trying to get people to believe them but also not think they're like crazy so that's mm-hmm. kind of hard but then in the end pretty much everyone dies except for ben and a kid mark who actually is really and smart. And was it because of the vampires? Was. Well, they all get turned into vampires, wow. pretty much. Oh. So they're not dead. They're, I guess they're undead. <laughs> That's a plot, right? <laughs> Yeah. What do you find a vampire with besides a horse? Onions. Uh, no, they use holy water. It's <laughs> they, they have, like, the cross in there a lot, which I think is kind of cool. It's, like, symbolism. It kind of shows, like, the good versus, like, the evil, you know? It's pretty cool. And, <laughs> oh, go ahead. No, I just... It's pretty interesting, I thought, the story, because, like, in the, like, the whole first half of the story kind of seems, like, normal. Mm-hmm. Like, he just moves to town and, like, talks about him, like, writing his book and him his girlfriend. Is it kind of boring? And then, like, yeah, I mean, it's boring, but at the same time, it really builds up the characters, which right. I think is good, because if it moves too fast, it's just, like, oh, you know, yeah. whatever. Right, it gives you emotional Yeah, exactly. But then in the end, it's, like, all out. Everyone's fighting everyone, like, you know, killing all the vampires. Are there any, like, graphic scenes of, like, the fighting or whatever that you wouldn't suggest? Um, it's pretty graphic, yeah. Like, it's not really that bad. I was like, I wouldn't, I'd definitely probably say at least, like, 10th grade and up. Like, I wouldn't yeah. say it for freshmen. Yeah. Did you say Stephen King? Yeah. I have not read any of his books, but I know a lot of people do. I think the majority of them are kind of, like, scary, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. It's really not that scary because it's kind of an older book, but... Yeah, most of them are. I don't know. I guess scared pretty. Yeah. <laughs> I started one of his other books, but I never got through it. Talk Last about year. scary books. Goosebumps. Oh, <laughs> oh, have you watched those? Are scary. Yes. Have you watched the old TV show? No. No, I read the old ones. The Goosebumps. Talk about like Twilight Zone. <laughs> That's scary TV show. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. It's like Goosebumps, but twice as scary. Huh. Um, I don't know. Yes. Scary. Last year, I read a book um, about vampires. Because you know how we do the 20 books? Yeah. And you get a free book or whatever mm-hmm. from the sneeze. I did that, and I got, it's called Thirsty. Oh. Yeah, it's a vampire book. It was kind of sketchy. Like, it was about, I don't even remember. I don't remember too much about it. But it was like his grandma was actually a vampire. Oh, like, found this other person in the cellar, and it was weird. <laughs> My sister read the book right before I did, and she said the only scary part was when like she was upstairs being by herself, and a bat flew by. <laughs> so, oh, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. My book, I really, really loved it. Like, I recommend everyone That's reading good. it. What would you rate it out of ten? Out of ten? Ten. Ten. Ten out of ten. Like, there. It's would not you just about like the characters, like. I don't know. There's just an emotional pull. Like you go through every feeling of your whole entire life in this book, and you wrote two other ones, and I haven't read them yet, but I really like. I just want to read them. They're you say so that, good. Would you say that is your favorite book you've ever read? As of right now, yeah, for sure. Oh wow, wow. I mean, all books are different. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's not all like this is literally about Afghanistan. I probably haven't read a book in the same setting as this, but. That's- 
Oh, I just love it. It's so good. Does it, is it really, like, keep you wanting to read it, or does it kind of move slowly, or is it? Well, okay, at first, it wants, it's kind of slow, like, you know, because you're trying to figure out where they're at, who is who, Mm -hmm. and it's kind of hard, like, the dad's name is, they call him, I don't even know how to pronounce it. Is it Baba or Baba or something like that? Uh, and so at first I'm like, why aren't they calling him Dad? You know what I mean? It's yeah. Like cultural difference. Oh, like, okay, that's interesting. But but once you get past all that, it's pretty yeah. easy to just. And then in um, like when he moves to America and he sees this girl that he wants to marry, she's from Afghanistan too. But you you can't talk to them like the girls. Without like being engaged, because it's considered like inappropriate. Oh. So then well, how like, do you get engaged then? I mean, you talk to the dad. I don't know. Talk to the parents. Yeah, you talk to the parent. As like a girl, like do you get a choice theory. in it? Yeah, like she can help. Or oh, she can okay. choose. Um, but it's kind of weird because then it was just watching that cultural difference, like mm-hmm. birthday date, but then they can't be alone. It was just it's weird. Wow. Imagine like having that those like rules here yeah, like in America. Yeah. In um, Sadie's book, does she talk about like when she and Christian started dating her husband? She talks about that at the end, so I haven't quite gone to that. Okay, that's kind of cool. How close to you are with finishing the book? I'm about, I'm about quarter months. Oh, that's not bad. It's pretty good. Oh, <laughs> what are you guys' plans for Halloween? Are you going to trick or treating? Um, I might go with my yeah, little siblings. I probably won't go actually like, like <laughs> walk, with, walk with them. I'm not going to like. Up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Remember, I went with you a couple years ago. And I yeah. I put, on, I put on a clown of oh, yeah. a tutu. An afro, and an afro, a rainbow and afro. afro. I, was, I think you had a nose, too, didn't you? Yes, I did. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know if I want to go crutch around town. <laughs> yeah, we should, like, you know, watch a scary movie. Yeah, we should have a scary movie have party. I have not. That is the scariest movie. Oh, that is the scariest movie. We're watching it. I hate it's so bad. I, it's not even that good. It's like it's, it's just it tries creepy. to be scary, but it's just kind of like freaky and scary. Like I don't know. It's, it's only it's scary when you're a young kid and you have to like walk home. And, and it kind of doesn't make yeah. sense because it's like all about like this nun, like you know, a nun. And it's like she's possessed. I don't know. I don't. I don't finish it. It's like one of those movies you get done with, and you're like, wow, never getting that two hours back. Whatever, I don't know. What would you say is your favorite scary movie? My favorite Ooh, scary oh. movie? I don't know. Actually, I watched this movie. Okay, you guys ready? Oh, I was born ready. Uh, all right, there was this little girl, and she lived in this like farmhouse. And I watched this by myself in the dark. <laughs> oh, okay. I know. See, I would yeah, never watch scary movies by myself. What's wrong with family? And all she remembers is like. She came to this farmhouse and her parents were dead and her little sister is dead. Oh. Like it's just it's called. And that's Black like how the movie starts. Yeah, as a little girl, and then it goes to when she's an adult. She's married. She has a kid. And then long story short, she goes back to that farmhouse, but she doesn't remember. Oh, she's like she's forgotten. Like she's what forgotten happened? What happened? And she finds out about this uncle she had that she didn't know, like who he was. But as an adult, she doesn't know who he is. And basically, she gets locked inside this house with her family, and there's like. The younger version of them are haunting her, and they're, like, basically trying to kill her and all this stuff, and then she starts to remember, like, what happened, and then her little daughter, like, as an adult, Uh her little daughter, they send her to live with the uncle or whatever, not just for, like, a day, Oh, just Mm -hmm. to stay with him for a day. Turns out, as she's walking in the house, she remembers he was the one who killed them. What? 
And then oh. they have to go rescue the daughter. Yeah. And then they're like, that was probably my favorite movie. Even though that's, I watched it alone. That's yeah, that's scary. Scary. I will yeah. not watch Scary Movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's the best that. movie. That's that is the only Christmas movie you can watch any time of the year. It's, yeah. so, it's so good. Here's I was. What? Do you consider the Nightmare Before Christmas a Halloween or Christmas? Both. Yes. Okay. okay. I have a question. Is it bad that I was driving home yesterday and it was like snowy? I'm already ready for Christmas and it's not even Halloween Honestly, yet. Honestly, I watched this video about Christmas and I was like, oh, I can't yeah. wait. I feel like it's Christmas. I'm not ready. For yeah, me too. I'm me ready too. for the snow. Yeah, okay, of course. Ready? The snow's the bitch. When you live on the only road, when like, you can I like, on, it is not ready. Only if you get like a lot of snow, you make like an awesome snowfall. Yeah, if it's just that little bit that gets like muddy and but gross, it makes things miserable. I can drive up some mountain to find that much snow. Like, I don't want it in my backyard. That's true. That is yeah. true. Why not? I live up the mountain where that. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday, I um, I went to go pick up uh the dog at Sleepy Kennel, and it was like dark because. Literally, yeah, almost winter. Dark. I hate that. I know, winter. I hate that. But um, I went to pick up the dog, and I had no music. Oh. And oh. I was literally driving in the dark by myself, and I was like, all I think about was something <laughs> Me and my mom watched Zodiac. It's about that's it's, a good yeah, movie. that is a really good one. It's like about an actual like true like murder case, like the Zodiac killer. Oh. But like it was like getting to like the scariest part, and this guy's like walking down this basement or whatever, and then this like weird noise like kept like, hitting the house like from the outside. And we were like, what is that? And we started like, freaking out. Oh, I was pretty scared. Do you remember when we watched the Bye Bye Man? Yes, for my birthday. That's a scary movie. Oh, oh my that god. That movie. Awful. <laughs> so yeah. it's not bad. Don't think it don't say it. It's not even like that. Don't think it don't say it. It's like the anticipation of it. I know I didn't name and then he comes and kills you. Like, yeah. Yeah. Don't say his name then. Like, I don't know. He can't though. No, everyone listens it to gets this in their podcast. head. It gets in their head. Think about how hard it would be to not say something. Like this. Don't think it. Don't say it. Don't think it. Don't say it. Because you think it, and then he gets you too. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And then you start so seeing things that haven't actually happened. And then that makes you do stuff that actually and doesn't then happen. You can't tell if it's real or if it's fake. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's it for the first episode. So we will talk to you guys later. Hope you enjoyed it. Peace out. Thanks for listening. Make sure to tune in next week for another episode, and we'll catch you next time. Are you having trouble carving a pumpkin with a regular old knife? Stop by our store today and pick up a set of these new pumpkin carving tools that'll help you carve the pumpkin just the way you want it.